Hi, friends. Welcome to Spiced Chaos. Yes, welcome. My goodness, I'm bright and early on this Saturday morning, but it's Monday morning for you all. Um, happy Memorial Day. Yeah, happy Memorial Day. And thank you to all the veterans for your service. I know that Veterans Day and Memorial Day are very different, um, but I still feel the need to thank veterans for their service um, on, a, on a day like this. Yeah, so before I ask some questions about Memorial Day, yeah, um, I want to introduce your co-host on the West Coast, Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. Yes, and I'd love to introduce your co-host way down south, in North Carolina, Leanne from Spice Plans. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have a Memorial Day question. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so both of my grandfathers served in World War II. Wow, okay. Um, I wish that I had gotten the opportunity to know them better mm-hmm. so that I could have asked them questions because now that I'm a grown-up, I have all these questions. But... Mm-hmm. So my dad's dad, um, he was like super quiet. So I don't know if I would have ever gotten anything out of him, but anyway, both of them are dead. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, of course they are. I mean, I'm almost 40. So, Uh you know, I mean, they were old Yeah. and, um, you know, I miss them and oh my gosh, like the last time I heard my mom's dad's voice was in a dream. Wow. Has that ever happened to you where you dream about someone who died and you can like smell them and feel them and it's almost like having them back for a minute? Yeah, all the time. And one person in particular. Yes. So like, I just, oh, I miss him so much. He died in 2005. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, on Memorial Day, we honor, um, you know, members of the armed forces who are dead, but Mm -hmm. it's the ones that are dead that fell in combat, right? I believe so. Yes. Um, but I think as far as like what I see on social media and like just people kind of memorializing people in general, it can extend to any veteran from what I'm seeing. I guess it really depends on on you. And this is a U.S. situation. I don't know if it's the same in other countries. So we're talking yeah. about Memorial Day over here in the U.S. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. I know that on Veterans Day, we mm-hmm. honor like all the armed forces. Yeah. Like our, our living soldiers, I believe. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the ones that are still alive is Veterans yep. Day. Mm-hmm. So and- like I saw a post uh, from Julie's plans actually. And she said, it, it's kind of hurtful when you say happy Memorial Day to a living veteran because it can trigger them because they may have lost a brother or sister in combat. Okay. Okay. So I feel like then that, so when would we honor my grandparents who did not die in combat, but are dead and were veterans? Well, I'm not a veteran, so I can't really, I don't, I don't know all the particulars, but for me, I would say that they fall under Memorial Day. I think that's fine. Okay. All right. I just, I mean, I honor them all the time and I'm so thankful for their service. Yeah. Because what we have always done in my family is we have, I have two grandparents who have been gone for a really long time. And then, um, I actually lost a friend, um, in one of the Iraq wars, one of them, I guess it was like extending forever. Um, and then we had one other person, but we would go around to the, the cemeteries where they were buried and like memorialize them, but only one of them was killed in combat, if that makes sense. So, okay. I don't know. I feel like they would all kind of fall under that, but that's just me. I suppose it would be up to interpretation. If any of you are veterans out there or, are still currently serving in the military, you should let us know in the DMs what's most appropriate. Right. Because 
I mean, I have to say, and I'm not like proud mm-hmm. of this, but my family is not really a military. Yeah, family. we're not either. Mm-mm. And there's Mm-mm. some families that definitely are. I mean, both of my granddad served in World War II, but it wasn't, I don't think that they joined like, I don't know if they were drafted. I don't think that that was yeah. their- It wasn't their, like a career. No, yeah. they did not choose really to go into the military. I don't really know how all that mm-hmm. happened. And that's my ignorance. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they were in different- different types of armed forces so uh, they were on like opposite sides of the world honestly um but i just because we are not a military family i just don't know the right way to to celebrate or to talk about it and i do have one cousin that went into the reserves Mm -hmm. and he was in iraq for a very very long time after 9-11 yeah that's what happened so we had uh, a really good friend of mine, actually. He was like 10 years older than me. He used to come over and like do yard work um, for my parents. And his name is Bob Roberts. And um, he was like a big brother to me, basically. And he was he joined right after 9-11 as well and was killed in Iraq. Um, that that was that was devastating for our family. But um, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, Caitlin. Well, I mean, it it's what he signed up to do right like he wanted to pay whatever sacrifice he needed to and that was what he believed in so um as painful as that loss is for us that was you know that's what he wanted to do I know I know and my cousin who was in Iraq for all those years he's never been the same mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of PTSD he, with uh, military yes. folks he is racked with mental illness and addiction problems. Well, how could you not be if you see some of the hard things that they see over there, you know? I know, I know. And I, I I just, on both, you know, you know, on both of these holidays, Veterans Day and Memorial Day, I, I do the best I can to just be grateful Mm -hmm. because I know that the freedoms that this country has are because of the sacrifices that so many have made. Yeah. And I mean, of course we have a long way to go as far as like everyone having the same freedoms and equality and that kind of thing. But I don't think Memorial Day or Veterans Day are the things are the time to focus on those things. Um, it's really just to, to thank the brothers and sisters who are in service or who were in service um, and, and look at the sacrifice that they're willing to make on our behalf. Yes. It does not have to be political. Definitely not. No. And that's, you know, obviously not where we're going. I just, I want to do it, you know, respectfully. Exactly. I, I don't, but I will. <laughs> and to bring it back up a little, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just because this is the top of the show and we really need to get into what our lives are like right now. Right. Um, okay. So <laughs> I do not like fireworks on Memorial Day. I don't like fireworks on Memorial Day. I don't like fireworks on New Year's Eve. I don't like fireworks on 4th of July. I actually really hate fireworks. <laughs> well, Okay. So I don't mind fireworks. If you drive to a location where some big company or whatever is putting on a show. Yeah. Those are kind of cool, but I feel like my neighbors go like all out every year with like M80s and it happens like into the night, like Mm -hmm. 4th of July, I get one Roman candle. That's all I need. Maybe a couple of sparklers if I'm feeling frisky and that will take me through the evening. I don't need like these big things exploding in my face. Like it's just, I don't know. I don't see it. I see it as taking your money and like lighting it on fire. (laughs) That's just what I see. I know. I completely agree. And I, okay. So it already has started last (laughs) night. I was trying to go to sleep and I could hear the fireworks and 
I went to bed kind of late at like 11 and they didn't even start until then. And I'm just thinking, who are you that you are so special that you want to go out on the street at 11 PM and light fireworks? Like I, I know that by 11 PM, that was a drunken choice. (laughs) Yeah. Which is dangerous and it bothers everybody and it scares people's dogs and just, Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I just don't. And I don't know. Okay. I don't mind going places and watching fireworks as an event. I think that that's kind of cool. I think if it's a planned event and it's within a certain amount of time and then it's going to be over at a certain time, but that's cool. Mm-hmm. And if I you're have, into that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. If you're into that, I've gone out of my way to take my kids to see fireworks shows and they like it. Mm-hmm. Then the people in my neighborhood think that they need to put on their own, you know, $90 million <laughs> caliber fireworks show. Yeah. And it's just so aggravating. I just don't, I don't understand. And okay. So Jamie, you know, my man friend. <laughs> I love that you call him that. He's your boyfriend. Like, let's just, let's just call him what he is. No, but it just seems so weird to call a 50 year old man, my boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, okay. I, could... <laughs> I have not had a boyfriend since I was 21. <laughs> Same. Same. So that is, it's just so weird. And because like the nature of our relationship is so grown up. Yeah. Ooh, get it girl. That <laughs> Okay. Calm down, Caitlin. Uh, it's hot in here. <laughs> oh, turn on the air. <laughs> no, I just mean because he's got kids. I've got kids. We've got yeah, bills, yeah. mortgages, all these things. It's just so different than just having a boyfriend. So. Right. Yeah. So I don't even know why I brought him up now that you've gotten me off on this weird tangent. <laughs> Got you all distracted. Well, okay. So I don't know, like in, or in Portland and I think maybe even the whole state um, with fireworks <laughs> circling back to that, it's actually illegal in Oregon to have anything that like shoots into the air, but in Washington, it's not illegal. And it takes like 10 minutes to drive over to the border to buy Washington fireworks and bring them on back over. So the whole thing just doesn't even make sense. Um, And like, if you call non-emergency on 4th of July, it's basically just a busy tone. Like if they just leave the phone off the hook because they're like, these people are calling to complain about other people and their fireworks, like leave them alone. So I don't know. It's just, it's a whole mess over here, but if you enjoy okay, fireworks, so is- don't, I, I mean, like, whatever, that's you, but I don't like fireworks. My kids don't really like fireworks. So it's never really been like something that we do. But when I was a kid, um, so <laughs> there's a reservation in Washington, like a Native American reservation, and they always sell fireworks and they sell the good ones up there. Um, and so my dad and I <laughs> would illegally <laughs> drive up to, drive up to the res and, uh, and buy fireworks up there. And then he would spend I swear it had to have been like $500 on fireworks. And he and my brother would light off these like mortars and it would be like their own little fireworks show. But of course we were always done by like 10 because my parents put us to bed or whatever, but it's crazy. (laughs) I would not, that's not my jam. I'm not into that. I feel like that we had, okay. So we had similar childhoods in that I also live really, really close to the border of North and South Carolina. Yeah. And you can buy fireworks in South Carolina. There's whole stores that are devoted to selling fireworks. And that's where I was going with the Jamie thing. Jamie's neighborhood is right across the street from a fireworks store. (laughs) And that placement is open is always packed. And I'm like, who are these people in, you know, September 
going to the fireworks store. Like, what are you, why are you in your neighborhood shooting off? That store should be open during two months of the year, New Year's time and 4th of July. That's the only time that those stores should be but open. But it's like a whole store. It's just open every year, all the time. All day. They have like regular business hours, you know, like nine to nine on, you know, Monday through Saturday. I mean, it's like just ridiculous. Year. Yeah. And I'm just like, what are you doing in February going and buying fireworks? When are you using them? The only reason that I could see that you'd be using fireworks outside of the three holidays that we already named, maybe be a gender reveal. I don't know. Okay. That's a whole nother topic. Like like we're spending a lot of time talking about (laughs) ins and outs fireworks. This has been your fireworks corner. (laughs) Fireworks corner on Spice Chaos. You're welcome. Oh, so yeah, I, I have never spent a penny on fireworks, but I totally believe that it is like lighting your money on fire. Now there are people who are really passionate about it and put off a good show in their neighborhood. Yeah. But I, let's I, wrap I mean, it up at is, 11. Like, could we just cap it yes. at 11? Like, yes. Hmm. But if you're just sitting on the curb, you know, just at the random spot <laughs> in your neighborhood at two yeah. o'clock in the morning, no. still letting it, just stop it. Exactly. Just unfollow me. <laughs> follow me not unfollow me (laughs) oh shoot oh my goodness okay so Caitlin I have to know how are you that's what we that's the first thing on our list to talk about today everyone and we still have not gotten to it so (laughs) Uh, we spent a lot of time talking about fireworks um at any rate like we are (laughs) well we're both like thinking about Memorial Day so we're thinking of like the ultimate sacrifice. I don't want to say happy Memorial Day necessarily, but thank you to all of you out there for your service. So yes. we'll wrap it up with that. Yes. Um, and as far as how I'm doing, I'm excited today. So my best friend from high school, she actually lives in Washington. She lives in Olympia, Washington. Um, and she is coming down today with her twin girls and she just got her second vaccine, her second shot on April 29th. So she's fully vaccinated and all of that. And we're going to meet up at a park and we're going to hang out. And I'm so excited. So excited. I can't wait. I, oh my gosh, I feel like maybe COVID was what I needed to like get over being an introvert a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Cause I'm just ready to like see people and I'm, I'm honestly ready for like the hot girl summer, like bring it. (laughs) I'm ready for it. Yeah, you do. You need to get out. Well, I know that you are completely overwhelmed with the end of the school year, but you are still planning for next school year, which I find totally baffling. So all week this week, you guys, Caitlin has been doing like one of two things. She's been curriculum mapping for next year, which is done for at least two of my classes. And I don't do the curriculum mapping for my advisory class. Somebody else does that. And that is done. So it's all done. I'm ready yeah, for next year. I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed. Um, and she has been scheduling and working on the schedule for the show like a boss for like <laughs> the past four or five days. And I, you know, I'm over here, no job, nothing to do, <laughs> just sitting around watching old episodes of SNL. <laughs> and Caitlin is like working, working, working. And here I am over here and I can't even make one YouTube video. You guys, I have to make a YouTube video by June 1st for Aaron Condren. Yeah. I also need to make some YouTube. I actually have one recorded that I need to edit. I don't know what it is. I just can't get motivated to go back to YouTube right now. Well, Um, I have been told by the Aaron Condren folks Uh 
that I am allowed to tease this information as of now. Okay. Let's, what do you got? Okay. So I was sent the new monthly deluxe planner. Oh my goodness. They usually come out about a month or so after the life planner launch every year. Mm -hmm. So they sent me like a box of accessories and um, the new deluxe monthly. Mm -hmm. And I can't say anything about it yet. Right. Okay. Can you tell me whether you like it or not? I like it very, very much. Oh, okay. You guys. Okay. And I feel like, okay, so here's, here's the real tea. And this is no shade if you are an EC influencer, but I, and I do it too. Sometimes it's happy planner when I'm trying to get my affiliate link clicked on. So I understand like sales and marketing totally get that. But, um, I feel like anytime there's an Aaron Condren product, the EC affiliates, most of them anyway, are like, I just love everything. (laughs) But I feel like Leanne's opinion of the products you can take like at face value, like your opinion is a, is a real opinion. And that's not all the EC affiliates. Please don't come for me. I, I love y'all and I get it. I know. Get your bag, get your hustle. I get it. It's hard in the streets, these planners. It is. Streets. Yeah. It is. <clears throat> so I get it. And, you know, let me just say this about Aaron Condren, the company. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. It's story time. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of people in our community that I'm close with and Caitlin mm-hmm. is close with, you know, two in particular. And to, to us, them and their opinion really matters to, mm-hmm. to us mm-hmm. and how they feel about things. And I know that Erin Condren, the company and the person are not perfect. Okay. And they have yeah. made mistakes. This last launch was messy. Mm-hmm. they you know are not always they, they can sometimes appear a little tone deaf a little bit yeah yes and I just have to say this that I am completely not putting my head under the you know blanket about the issues that the company has mm-hmm. um, I pay attention to what they're doing. I pay attention to how they're, you know, representing everyone in the community. I pay attention to who is getting PR things, all of this stuff. Right. But at the end of the day, I have to use my planner. And the only way that my planner is going to be productive to me is if when I hold it, it makes me feel joy. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the products that that company makes make me feel very happy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, I love my Erin Condren planners. I do. I love the way the paper feels under my pen. I love the way it smells. I love the coil, all the colors of the coils. I, I can never decide. I, I, I uncoil all the time because I just love all the colors. And I like the interchangeable covers that have my mm-hmm. name on them and can be seasonal. And I just, I love that I can get bored and order covers whenever I want. I just, I like the products so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like you just have to like what you like and I don't know, like help to better the companies if you can, but like happy planner hasn't been perfect about their stuff either. I mean, they've gone through a lot of changes and they've mishandled things, but when I open up my Mambi order with my happy planners in it, (laughs) It just sparks all that same joy. My heart likes to beat. I know how you feel. I do. And I have other planners and I've tried other planners and 
I occasionally bounce back and forth and think about maybe getting back into the happy planner game. Mm -hmm. But at, you know, when it's all said and done, I know what makes me the happiest. And that's where I feel like it's worth it to me to spend my money on it. Yeah, exactly. So the planner that I am going to be putting together for July is going to include parts of this deluxe monthly parts of some of the other planners that I've bought. And I'm really excited to have the opportunity to put it together. That's so exciting. I am also very excited about July planners. I cannot wait. Yeah. And I am going to make this video because I said that I would, and they sent me the stuff and that was nice of them. And who knows, maybe that'll propel you back into the YouTube space. Maybe well, you'll make it, you'll be like, yeah, I like how this feels. Well, I am coming back into the YouTube space, but I have a lot going on in my life right now. And there's a lot <laughs> happening over the course of the next like two months mm-hmm. that making our show is going to be one of the only things that I really have time to do as far as my planner life. Mm-hmm. But once I'm settled in my new life and all of this is behind me, it will be my job to be back on social media. That's so exciting. Yes. I can't wait. I don't know what it is about your YouTube channel. I just, anytime you post a video, I'm like, click. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> well, I, I watch your videos because I feel like that's an opportunity for me to hear your voice when you're busy. <laughs> I love that too. Well, yeah, I have yeah. one recorded. I just need to edit it. But yesterday, like I had no intention of taking a nap. Like this is how tired I was, but I like sat down on the couch and I did the whole, I'm going to rest my eyes for five minutes. And all of a sudden I woke up and Harrison was like jumping on me. He like returned back from the park with Brian. <laughs> I was like, Oh no, I fell asleep. Yes. But, Every I once mean, in a while you get a nap yeah. that just rocks your world. It's true. Well, and I don't really nap. Like I'm the kind of person I know you that don't. when I get up in the morning, like I'm just up, like I can't even go back to sleep. Like if somebody wakes me up at four in the morning, I'm going to be just awake. Yes. I have changed so much in my napping habits though, because I used to say, if I'm going to take a nap, then I'm getting mm-hmm. back in my pajamas and I'm getting in my bed on my pillow. Like I has to be, it has to be like basically going back to bed for a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have to have you know, hours at my disposal. So I don't have to set clocks because then I get stressed that I won't fall asleep and all this. Well, I have learned how to snooze on the couch. (laughs) I like a couch nap. Like that's pretty much the only place that I can nap, but our couch, we have like a chaise on one end. We have a recliner on the other, or we have the couch that you can lay on in the middle. So there's options (laughs) for napping on our couch. That's like Jamie. Jamie has a huge couch. It is huge. And, um, we can both nap on it all the way laid out at the same time. Yes, we both probably could, but I don't know if like our bellies would fit together. (laughs) It'd be like a width problem. Well, no, I don't mean the width. Like we're not laying, like holding each other. I mean like toe to toe, like he's at one and I'm at the other. Oh yeah, that would fit. Yeah, that would be good. But my couch at home is so old. It's like 11 years old. It has a slip cover on it because all of the fake leather that was on it has rubbed off. Mm-hmm. And can I just say it is the most comfortable couch in the world to sleep on. It just feels like you're just being enveloped in beautiful, just velvet fluff, fluffy. I don't know. I can't describe it. It's but, like your friend's bark lounger, uh, you know, those ugly yes. loungers that they love so much. Yes. And when you lay down, it's like, ah. <laughs> 
that's how I feel about my couch too. But our other couch was terrible. We had had it for so long and it was bad. Now we do have a couch that's terrible in our living room. I'm talking about the one in the den. And that room is kind of dark all oh, the yeah. time because it's, it's in the back true. back of the house where like all the trees and stuff are. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't get a lot of sun. So I go in there and I lay down and I can fall asleep to just the sounds of my children playing with each other. Like they know. <laughs> and they'll come into the kitchen and get a snack or a drink. And the, the kitchen is right there by this couch. And I sleep really well there, but I just, I have finally gotten to where I can have a couch snooze. And I feel like all of us in the group chat took a nap yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meg said she woke up and she was, she's like, I'm a new woman. <laughs> <laughs> and then I took a nap. It was just, it was needed. Yes. I don't know what was happening. Like I, maybe I'm just a t- more tired than I think that I am. But I'm the kind of person that like, I don't know, maybe I'm type A or something. I don't even really know. But I'm the kind of person that will go and go and go until I either have like an emotional breakdown or I just pass out. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how my daughter Hannah is. Uh huh. She just goes and goes and goes until she just falls asleep on the spot. Yep, that's me too. And I always say that like, I am like the best sleeper at night. I've never had trouble sleeping at night. And Brian, it takes him like an hour to fall asleep. Like he's tossing and turning and he's got to get all settled and got to have his pillow right. But me, like you could probably lean me up against a wall and this has been for my whole life and I could just fall asleep. I'm just a good sleeper. Well, I, that's impressive. I can't sleep on a plane. Oh, I can't sleep on a plane either, but that's because well, that's a, you have a different situation. I, I'm I terrified that I'm going to crash and die. No, the plane doesn't scare me. I just, I can't sleep in front of like a whole bunch of strangers. Like that to mm-hmm. me, I've never been one that could sleep in class. Oh no, I could fall asleep in class easily. No, never. I, I was like, this is, sleeping is very intimate. Like I don't want for people to see my, my sleep face or hear my sleep noises or like, you have to be, I, have to, I don't care. Yeah. I have to be like, Yeah. It's, it's, and it takes me a while in a new relationship to get comfortable sleeping in the same bed as someone. How's it going to go at go wild when there's like four of us plus a conjoined room? Well, I don't picture myself sleeping a lot during that time. Oh girl, I'm going to (sighs) sleep. Well, you sleep and we'll just leave you. (laughs) I'm just saying I need at least six hours of sleep. Otherwise I will not be able to function the next day. Okay. Well, look, you have to just, you need to woman up and realize that it's a, it's a very different kind. It's not your normal life. Like it's a, you, you gotta, I know, but like you have to, so you have to like plan out, you have to plan for your planner conference. So you have to have like your fun during, like you have to be ready to go for the daytime stuff, but also have some fun at night, but you have to balance it so that you're not like dragging your butt <laughs> next day at the conference. Can you imagine like if we don't get any sleep and then we're sitting through a potential conference section that we may not like, that maybe a little bit like dry, <laughs> you just can't handle it. Well, what I know, and I know that go wild is on a different scale than the Chicago planner conference, but I found that I was propelled by adrenaline during the Chicago planner conference that I did not get a lot of sleep and I drank a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So I, I just, something else was propelling me at that conference. But well, if I we'll, do have to sleep and I take an Uber back to the hotel, I hope that y'all won't judge me. Of course. I, of I course. Do need to sleep. You do look, it, it, you do what you need to do to have a fun time at the, at the conference. That's, that's what, that's the bottom line. So, well, I guess I will inform our listeners, um, 
as to what's going on in my life. Let's do it. So um, I have gotten the legal ball rolling on my divorce. Yeah. And I know that that's been both, it's been like bittersweet for you. Yeah. Andy and I are doing really well as mm-hmm. friends and co-parents. So Which I knew that you would because it has, you have that. But I understand this whole, you have to be separated for a year before you can get divorced thing. Mm-hmm. And for us, the year, what we needed during this year has been time to get over the initial shock of the separation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, time to really reflect on what we want in the future and that sort of thing. And yes, I do have a new relationship in my life that is very serious, Mm -hmm. but that was not exactly the plan. Right. And I don't feel that I would be doing anything different as far as my divorce, even if that person wasn't in my life. Right. So this is, so what you've been learning is that like, you don't want to necessarily let any relationship propel you. You want to do what you need to do. Yes. I have figured out through this new relationship and my old one that I am a big girl Mm -hmm. and I need to make my own choices. Mm -hmm. So as long, as long as I feel like I'm making my own choices and that I am running and, you know, being the, the driver of my life, then I feel like I trust myself more. Right. So I, totally, that- I agree with that. Even in a relationship, like even in a long-term marriage, like I have to, I, I have to bring myself back to reality. And I'm like, am I doing these things? Cause I want to do them or am I doing them? Cause like my husband wants me to, you know? Yeah. And I've been a lot more capable lately of taking care of my own mental health. Right. Um, you know, when I was supposed to go to someone's house or do something with someone, if it did not you know, if it was, if doing that thing overwhelmed me, I've been able to say no. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's, that's healthy. And that was hard, especially at the beginning of this relationship that I'm in now, because, you know, when you've been married for as long as I was and your husband leaves, Mm -hmm. you can't help, but be a little bit traumatized by abandonment. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know that when Andy and I decided to separate that, you know, there was a lot of things contributing to that. It wasn't just that he just got up and got mad and just left. Right. And I think anyone like, of course the marriage is different, but like, I think that anyone who's not been like the initiator of a breakup kind of has a little bit of that abandonment and understands that. Right. And in our situation, and this is going to go really deep. Um, he left with the, with the mindset that he was going to come back. Right. Yeah. That and, was, and that's what you kind of clung to for a while. Yes. And my anxiety and my pain and grief and fear, um, you know, kind of had me calling him really often to check, to see that that was still the plan. Mm-hmm. And this was initially like back in early June when he first left, because we are mm-hmm. kind of on the anniversary now of my separation. Like it's been a year. Yeah. So, um, you know, I would call him two or three times a week to just check, to see like, are you sure that the plan is for you to come back? Um, are you, are, are you really coming home? When are you coming home? Can we put a date on it? Can we, you know, like I was very anxious and I leaned on him a lot in that time because I didn't really, not that I didn't have you, but mm-hmm. you know, he was my person. And right. it was it's weird when you break up with someone 
who is your person? Who do you talk to about your stuff? Yeah. And like, who do you send the funny memes to that only they would enjoy? Yes, exactly. So finally he cut me off. Yep. He said, you can't keep calling me about this. We can't do the work that we need to do if you continue to call and check in. Mm -hmm. So it was almost like he left physically and then he kind of cut me off emotionally from what was happening. But I think honestly, like that was like the best thing that he could have done, like with 2020 hindsight, hindsight, because you were able to, at that point when he was like, you can't keep calling me, you can't keep doing this. You were then able to really like dig in and focus on you. And I know that now, Yeah. but it was really hard at the time to be, you know, left physically and left emotionally. Totally. And I know that that's what I needed because I needed to figure out how to be Leanne outside of a relationship with someone else. Mm -hmm. And And I feel like I was looking at your relationship and like your relationship with yourself at first, because even when like you finally stopped talking to him, um, there were a lot of times when you just didn't want to feel alone. And I noticed that almost immediately um, because, because I like to be alone. <laughs> I'm like, can you just get out of my space? I wouldn't mind if you left for a week. Um, so I was like, you just need to be with yourself and like learn about yourself. But I think there were also some like traumatic things that you didn't want to face when you were in your alone time. Well, and I, I medicated, I medicated that symptom mm-hmm. lots of different ways. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know that I jumped back into the dating world really quickly, but I had been alone for three years. Yeah. That, I mean, that's true. That's and really valid. Part of my depression and the mental illnesses that I battle, mm-hmm. all, a lot of that stems from loneliness. Yep. And, you know, it took me a really long time and finding someone who could give me what I needed to kind of alleviate that loneliness. And then once the loneliness was gone, I was able to see who I really am. Yep. You know, like when I'm not, when I'm not feeling all of this horrible, heavy stuff, who am I? And that is like how I've come full circle in the year that I've been separated is that, you know, yes, I had, you know, to go out and meet new people and, and, and medicate the loneliness that way. Mm Mm-hmm. But in finding this new relationship and, and now I don't feel that lonely anymore, I know now how to make my own choices. And I know that I am able to say, Hey, I need some time to myself. Yes. And, and you're a bossy for that. You really yes, are. And it not be scary and it not be like, I, I'm able to say, these are my boundaries and this is what I need to feel. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like your person really respects that. Like he they does. don't ever like try to make you feel guilty. No. Never. They don't ever try to say, well, I need you to do this instead of you taking care of this for you. They're always like, okay, that's great. I'll see you next time. You know, anything that I need to take care of myself is fine. And that just goes back to, okay. So yesterday my kids and I were supposed to go over to Jamie's to swim at the pool in Jamie's neighborhood with his kids. That was the plan. And we were going to have a sleepover and we were going to have a big breakfast Sunday morning and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. but I'm also supposed to go over there for a week next week. And the week after that, the kids and I are going to the beach for a week. So I had a lot of preparation that needed to be done right? to kind of really feel like I was on vacation for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I finally just 
middle of the day yesterday just told him, look, we can't do this tonight. Right. He would I have to, you know, it's just too much for me. I can't, I can't add in this social engagement on top of all of this preparation that I have to do because I don't want to feel rushed in my preparation. I want to get it done right so I can relax. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just love being in a relationship where I'm free to say, you know, Hey, I know we made plans, but I can't do it. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like the, I feel like a healthy relationship allows people to take the space that they need. Like, I feel like Brian will love it if I went to the park with them every single time, but sometimes I just want to be here and be alone and have Brian run around with the kids. And he's really good about that. He's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, and I, I don't know how everyone else's relationship is set up, but I don't think I could do a relationship that didn't respect my space and boundaries too. Yeah. And that's something that I didn't have in my last relationship. When I voiced how I felt or what I needed, if it was in juxtaposition with his needs, then it was, you know, there was conflict. Yeah. That's hard. So yeah. But the fact that I have been able to acknowledge, I need time to be by myself Mm -hmm. and I'm taking that time selfishly Mm -hmm. is, is a big step for me. And it took this whole year of being separated and figuring myself out, but I do see the benefit in it taking a year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I have the ball rolling on the divorce and it's going to take a few weeks. There's a lot of paperwork to do. It's that kind of stuff, but I have a nice lawyer and it's going to be fine and no one's mad at anybody else. It's going to be very amicable and lovely. Mm-hmm. but I also have to sell my house yeah. and oh my I have to get, that? yes, my goal is to close on the house at the end of July. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, years and years of living here. We've accumulated so much stuff, so much stuff that I don't need stuff. That's Andy's. He has agreed to come and help me. I did ask him for help. And I know that that's going to be weird and painful, but we are going to take this house apart together and sell it together. I don't necessarily think it'll be weird. It might even be like a nice closing of a chapter. You know, you guys might be able to like reminisce on some memories and like, just have a nice time, you know? Yeah. And he has let me know that getting legally divorced Mm -hmm. is simply just this, you know, antiquated legal thing that we have to do to kind of make it all official. Mm-hmm. but that that is kind of the only thing about our relationship that's going to change. Like we're still going to be friends. We're still going to lean on each other. We're going to help each other. We're going to be there for the kids. You know, we're still going to have, yeah. I know um, y'all Leanne has like the friendliest divorce that's that I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> well, we've been really lucky. And I think it's because you know how, when, um, certain shows go off the air and people are like, Oh no, you went off the air too early. And it's like, we, you know, they left before it got bad. Mm-hmm. you yeah. know what I mean like that's how I feel like we ended our run <laughs> before it got really ugly and painful right and yeah I mean, and I feel like I feel like that's going to help you to heal that you'll still have that friendship there and I feel like it'll be really good for your kids to see that their parents can be awesome when they're not together you know yeah and my hope you know with my new relationship and this is Jamie's, you know, goal and plan for us too, is that our children will see us happy together. And that will be, you know, a positive example of a happy relationship for them. Yeah. And maybe like somewhere down the road when it's not so weird and awkward, 
maybe even you guys can all get together for holidays and show your kids that they just have one big extended family now. Yes. So I would love it if, you know, Andy found someone else and that he got, you know, really, really happy and that the kids could see both of their parents in super happy, healthy relationships. And that all of us can get together for birthdays and holidays and graduations and weddings and all the things. And everybody is just cool with each other. Yep. That's how it is for a good friend of mine. I won't say her name on here because I don't know if she wants me to blast all her business, but um, she and her husband separated and now they both have, they're both remarried. Um, but they still as a family unit, cause they have two kids together. Um, they even like go so far as to like take family pictures still together. They all like to go to blazer games, which is our basketball team here in Portland. Um, and they still do that just as the four of them. And I just think, but then they also have like Christmases and stuff with like the larger extended family. Yeah. And I just think it's like goals, you know, that's like what I think. And I know that it's not possible in every divorce, but like, I don't know. I love seeing it when families can be apart together, if that makes sense. Yeah. And Jamie and I, we really want for the home that we are working on creating for all five of our children to be a really, really warm, happy, loving place. Totally. Yeah. So that the weeks that they're with us, you know, when we do merge these families and put all of this together, will be really, really happy, fun, family filled weeks. I love that. And then, you know, then we'll have our weeks where it's just the two of us and we have, you know, all kinds of dreams for that time too. Mm-hmm. So our relationship is really unique in that we do have these kids, but we don't have any children together. I know. I, and I think it's kind of cool that you're really doing the 50, 50 split time because, and you and I were having this conversation as well, but like who came up with the fact that most men in the divorce situation kind of get a raw deal as far as it goes with the kids, like every other weekend and two weeks in the summer, that doesn't really seem like enough time to be a parent in my opinion. I, I feel like that both parties get a raw yeah. deal there. Yeah, yeah. And I don't understand where that originated that schedule. Yeah, I don't either. But I know I, that would never have worked for Andy. He would never have agreed to only see the kids every other no, week. I mean, and I knew yeah. that I knew um, when we started, you know, because, you know, there were several months before he left that we had these conversations about what it would look like if we weren't together, you know, it was, we could kind of see it coming, but I have always known that he's never going to be satisfied with being a dad just, you know, 20% of the time. Well, and even like, no matter what happened with you guys, anytime you talked about him and how he interacted with your kids, like he wants to be there with them and he wants to interact with them and he has fun with them. (laughs) Like he, he's a really good dad. And I feel like that would be the same in my relationship. Like I would never even like consider anything less than 50, 50 with, you know, with Brian, because let's face it. He's the fun parent. These kids are not going to want to be with me all the time. Well, it has been hard because the kids went through a really kind of gloomy time. Yeah. Well, transitions are hard for kids. Yeah. Where, you know, Andy and I could both tell, and my parents and his parents, when they were around them could tell. Mm -hmm. that they were down, that they were sad. And a lot of it, you know, was COVID. We were doing virtual school. I mean, just everything changed for them. Yes. A lot changed for them. And now they are both so happy 
yeah, they seem like they're really settled and doing well. They, they are settled. They're, you know, they're used to this. They know that, you know, one week they're going to be with me and they can look forward to all the things that we do together during that week, even though it's very different than their weeks with their dad. So, you know, every week they have all of this, you know, different kinds of experiences that they get to, that they get to have. And they know, you know, when they're with me that we watch a lot of movies and we, you know, I make a big deal about movie night and um, we play video games together and just, and now that they're both in their sports, you know, Hannah's in Taekwondo and Daniel with baseball and everything, they're happy in those places. Like I can just see in the past year, just the huge change that the whole family has undergone. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, and I hate to just like take up half the show talking about like, well, it's an, you know, this is the year anniversary of when I announced on the show that, you know, I was separating from my husband. I don't know if, I don't remember exactly which episode that was where I told all of you listeners out there that that's what was going on, but it was somewhere around this time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I just, the, the one thing in my life that is super constant is this podcast. Yes, absolutely. It's like everything else swirls around me and crazy comes and goes and, you know, all kinds of things. But every week without fail, Caitlin and I make two episodes of this show. Except for that one week when we it, didn't. <laughs> I know. And you're going to have to let that go, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm really trying. <laughs> but it's just, I, I'm so, I'm so thankful for this outlet. It's just mm-hmm. so, and for all the people, and I'll try not to cry right now, but for all the oh. people that, you know, have been there over the past year in my DMs, like while I was going through this, like, thank you. Just thank you for your support and your love. And I feel like a new person and it's not because of a nap. <laughs> well, and even like you showed me two pictures a few weeks ago, like right before you got your hair done. And you're like, look at this picture of me. And you were at the Aaron Condren store. And then look at this picture of me now. And it, it was like looking at two different people. Like your, your spirit is now on the outside. I feel like. Yes. I, I couldn't believe. Okay. So I went to the Aaron Condren store in December of 2019 and that's mm-hmm. when I met Todd for the first time. And we took a bunch of pictures and I made a blog and all of this stuff. And, um, you know, I didn't hate those pictures of myself back then. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was like, Oh my gosh, look how cute I look. But when I take pictures of myself now, it's just, the change is so dramatic. And it's not like I've lost a lot of weight or, it's no, just, but like, it's just like, you're, you're, like I said, like your happy soul is now like on the outside. Yeah. I, I guess that, you know, whatever, you know, darkness was inside of me back in 2019 is gone. Right. Well, and when you're carrying something like a difficult relationship, because I've been there, like Brian and I, well, I've talked about this before, like Brian, I, I left Brian for a couple of days. It wasn't anything like long-term, but like I moved out for a couple of days. And when you're carrying a hard relationship like that, it reflects on the outside, man. Like I, it's just, it's really hard when you're carrying a difficult relationship. Well, and you know, if we want to talk about something like really personal, I had a fight with Andy in the parking deck of the target where I met Todd to go to the Aaron Condren store. Oh my gosh. So literally 30 minutes before I was supposed to meet Todd, I'm in the parking lot sitting in my car fighting with Andy. Mm, yeah. And all I could think was I'm finally getting to go to this store. I'm meeting, this is my first planner friend that I've ever met in person. This is supposed to be such a huge, wonderful day and awesome thing for me. And it got ruined, you know? I mean, obviously I still had a good time, but there was like a, a pall over the whole thing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just, 
when I went to the Erin Condren store this past time to see Todd, I was with Jamie and he went with me and we had a blast the whole trip. It was just so amazing and awesome. And he's such a great travel companion. And we just had, I mean, I can, I know why I look different. I'm just, that's what happiness looks like on a person, true, genuine happiness, you know? Right. Well, yeah, exactly. And like, I don't know, like you and Andy have realized that like you aren't, you don't work as a couple anymore. Like you worked as a couple for a while and and now you don't, but you work really well as friends and as parents. Like you guys do a really great job of that. There's yeah. never really any arguing. There's no ugliness in this divorce, but like romantically, you just can't fill each other's cups anymore. And I think uh, that that is the best lesson out of all of this. Yeah. So super, super long story um, coming to a close. The plan is for me to move to Jamie's in August after I sell the house. I know. So she's going to sell her house. She's going to move into Jamie's and then maybe she's going to come up here. Like (laughs) that's the plan for August. That's the plan. The plan for August is to get to Portland before Caitlin starts back to work. Yes. So even if you come like when I'm in work, like we'll, we'll figure this out. Well, I, I, the plan is to get up there and, um, you know, Jamie wants to come with me. I don't know if he's going to be able to, I'm coming with or without him. He's, he's supportive either way. He would come with me or I don't know what's going to happen, but can't wait. You know, I would like for the first time I lay eyes on you to not be in March of 2022 at go wild. Oh my gosh. But that would be very dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) If you, me, Meg and Myra could all just meet at the same airport Oh my and, gosh, that'd be fantastic. And just wait for each other there. Yes, it'd be like a big huddle. You know, and then we could just like, and if we added Katie and Gabe on top of that. Oh my goodness. If we could orchestrate like this moment in the airport where we all see each other for the first time, like, oh, I just, I, this is the kind of stuff I think about when I'm like falling asleep at night. Like, I know, it's the stuff <laughs> dreams are made of. So, Anyway, just to answer that question that I asked you earlier, how are you? Um, I am fine. (laughs) Yes. I'm glad to hear that you're doing well and you've been on a journey. I have. And Caitlin's funny because she likes to know how the book is going to end. Yeah. This whole thing has been driving me crazy because I don't know how it's going to end. And neither one of us know. And, you know, obviously a million things could happen in between now and August and the plans may change, Mm -hmm. but right now we're excited and it's summer and the pool is open in Jamie's neighborhood and the kids can't wait to swim and we're headed off for vacation. So I'm going to spend the next two weeks just straight chilling. Yes. And then I you're going to buckle down and sell that house. Yes. I mean, I'm going to live it up every second. Jamie and I have planned this awesome week this week. We've got some travel plan. And then Allison and I are taking our four children to our you know, to our yearly beach trip. And she and I are so excited. And I put on all my bikinis last night in front of my full length mirror mm-hmm. and girl. Yes. Now I need to do the same. Yes. Okay. So I just, I got them all out in this big, like pile of bottoms and tops. <laughs> and I just tried on all of these different combinations and there was not even one that I didn't love. Oh, Yay. Get it girl. Yes. I am. So, oh, I am like, I am bikini ready. I have my moose bag ready for the pool. Yes. Um, I'm using my lime green shell. Oh, pretty. Okay. And my black rope handles. Oh, that sounds like a summer bag to me. Yes. No inner bag, just the silicone shell. 
and I've got my sunscreen in there and my towel and my huge big sun hat that I just bought myself and my sunglasses like I'm so ready because when I get to Jamie's this afternoon I think we're gonna go to the pool and I'm like which bikini am I gonna wear I'm never gonna be able to decide (laughs) yay that's the best (laughs) problem to have I know I'm just so oh I'm just so excited so anyway um speaking of bikinis Mm -hmm. um do we want to talk about like the things that we've purchased recently (laughs) um before we do that really quickly I don't want to give any spoilers oh oh, yeah yeah yeah. if you if you haven't or if you have a chance I don't know like whatever um you should you should definitely watch Cruella on Disney plus it'll probably be available without the $30 fee in like a month or something but like I don't know, man. And I wasn't sure about how this was going to go with Emma Stone being Cruella, but man, this movie rocked my world. I also wasn't sure because it was like a Disney situation. So I was like, is it going to be like really childish, but it's totally not. And it's 100% worth all of your time. So go watch Cruella if you have not had a chance. So after I told Jamie yesterday that I was not going to be able to come last night. Yeah. I made a plan that I would get as much done on Saturday afternoon as I could. And then that evening, the kids and I would watch Cruella and I had talked to Hannah about it. And Daniel was asleep when she had that conversation, but (laughs) I know that he would have been on board too. Mm -hmm. Well, Hannah had a really hard day yesterday. And I know now that it's because she was overly tired. Right. She had a sleepover Friday night with a friend and then she had karate on Saturday morning. And, um, she did karate like four times this week and she's mm-hmm. been practicing all week. Cause she's trying to get like another stripe so she can get her belt, her new belt. Ooh, um, yeah. So, you know, she's just been like really, really busy. And mm-hmm. yesterday afternoon, you know how kids get when they're overtired. Yes. They just get really emotional and she just, okay. So here's what happened. I know this episode is just all over the place. <laughs> um, and you, Caitlin, tell me as a mom, if you think that, I mean, I know that I could have handled this better, but so, um, we got home from karate and I had, you know, kind of canceled the plans with Jamie. And I thought, okay, I have 45 minutes that I can sit down and watch this week's Grey's Anatomy before I get my work started. Mm -hmm. So I went in the kitchen and I made myself a snack and I asked Hannah's permission ahead of time. Could I watch Grey's Anatomy? Cause she does not like that show. And she, Daniel was asleep. So she said, yes, it was fine with her. So I had everything lined up. So I'm in the kitchen mm-hmm. and I'm making my snack and I'm asking her, what can I bring you? Can I make you a snack? And okay. um, I'm sorry if you heard that ding. My mom just texted. Um, <laughs> but um, geez. gosh, mom. Yes, it's a busy morning. Um, but anyway, I asked her three different times, Caitlin, can I bring you some water? Can I get you some juice? Do you want, you know, carrot sticks, grapes, anything. I offered her like 10 things Mm -hmm. and she said no to every one of my questions. Okay. So I sit down with my snack in front of the TV and I start the show four and a half minutes into the show. She's like, can you give me a snack? (laughs) Yep. Like they do. So I told her, yes, I'll get you a snack, but I did not hide my frustration with the fact that she asked me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my reaction to that made her cry. Oh, she was tired. <laughs> and normally 
you know, if I kind of got a little sassy with her, she just sasses me right back. Like she and I can kind of go at it and it's not a big deal. Yeah, Um, because of course she is your daughter. She and I are exactly the same person. So we are going to clash sometimes. So anyway, then she started crying and she was like, "Never mind, mommy, I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. Never mind." Like she started to get like really sorry and apologetic. Oh. And Hannah apologizes for everything because she's a okay. she's a girl. I mean, we just oh. we overly apologize. That's what we do. But right. we're trying to break her of it because mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people who apologize all the time, it's because they're afraid of abandonment and we don't want her to feel that way. Mm -hmm. and we don't want for her to think that you know every little thing is going to set one of us off but she apologizes all the time and you know I don't I don't know how to fix that so uh, we're just we're working on it with her very gently Mm -hmm. so anyway Andy had offered the day before to take the kids a night early because he was missing them and they're going to be gone at the beach all week the following week Mm -hmm. so I thought okay I'm going to text him and take him up on this because maybe I'll get an evening here to myself to like clean up everything and um, get things ready for the next two weeks. Well, Daniel didn't want to go, but Hannah did. So we took Daniel to Andy last night. So we didn't end up watching Cruella. Yeah. Long and that short. Was <laughs> a really, really long way for me to explain to you why I've not seen that movie yet, but I plan to watch it this week. I promise. <laughs> I highly recommend it. I don't want to say like it changed my life, but like maybe it was like, I don't know what it is. Okay. I'm a sucker for a good story. Um, and I kind of like, I don't know, not the dark side of things, but like weird, like hero type stories. And I almost feel like Cruella's was like a dark hero story rather than like a villain. And I just love seeing all of the dimensions of these characters that we consider to be villains, you know? Yeah. Well, and the reason why Caitlin said that thing about Emma Stone before she said the rest was because I voiced to her the other night that I'm not an Emma Stone fan. Well, I like her, but I wasn't sure if she was going to be able to like fill Glenn Close's shoes. Like Glenn Close was the last one that did Cruella. And I mean, how can you fill those shoes? Well, I don't mean to feel that way about Emma Stone. I'm sure she's a very nice person. Yeah, she did. I think she did really well in this role. And I think in particular, did you know that Corella was directed by Glenn Close, this one? No. Oh, that is so cool, Caitlin. Yeah. So I feel like that she had like this creative control over the character to be able to like, you know, take it from where she, like she started this Cruella thing and then like bring the rest of the story forward. Do you know what I mean? I did not know that, but I I love, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Okay. So I don't think Jamie knows that he's going to have to watch that with me this week, but he is. <laughs> because now it just sealed the deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, I've never avoided a movie because of Emma Stone. Let me just put it that way. Like I just, you know, there's just some, like there's some actresses that you just really love and just like really speak to you and some that don't. She was good in Easy A too. Did you ever watch that? Yeah. And I did like that movie and I like yeah. her better when she's in those kinds of roles where she's mm-hmm. just like being a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah rather Um, than a character yes but uh, there's been she's been in a lot of movies that had some controversy around them Mm -hmm. yeah maybe that's her jam yeah well no like and it's not always good controversy like for instance she was in the help Uh uh-huh and the help at the time that it came out was this like people thought it was such a great like 
pivotal piece. Yes. And, you know, Viola Davis and Octavia Spencer were amazing. And just, of course, the performances were great from those two amazing actresses, but it was very much like a white savior story. Mm, Yeah. I Um, I would agree with that. Yeah. And I, you know, it just, uh, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. It's a whole other thing. Yeah. I don't, (laughs) I mean, it's like I said, the performances were, were great. Um, I, I like Viola Davis and Octavia, Octavia Spencer very, very much. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that Octavia Spencer's friendship with Melissa McCarthy is adorable. I think um, so too. They're, they're like oh gosh, friend goals so for sure. Yeah. So then, um, you know, Emma Stone was in that movie La La Land with Ryan mm-hmm. Gosling. And they tried to insinuate that some white guy saved jazz. Oh, geez. And, you know, then it was like, it was announced to be the winner of the Academy Award when really Moonlight won. And Moonlight was this, you know, great um, movie, you know, about uh, a young black man's struggle, you know, with homosexuality. I don't know if you've seen that movie, Moonlight. But I haven't, but uh, that sounds like something that would be right up my alley. Yeah, um, it was just, yes, that was very good and had some really fantastic performances and should have won and did. Mm-hmm. um but you know it was like at first everybody thought like that la la land was going to steal it from that movie and that that movie was questionable and its intentions and all, all this stuff so that was her and then she was in that other movie about hawaii and what was that movie called and she played an asian person oh no don't you she <laughs> she she played a role where she was supposed to be portraying an asian person Mm-hmm. And I mean, we could talk forever about the whitewashing of Hollywood, but mm-hmm. a role like that should have gone to an Asian person. An you know? Asian I mean, person. <laughs> yeah, yes. Because there are yeah. mm-hmm. many gifted Asian actors that could have played that role. Why would you give the role of an Asian person to a white girl? It was just, so she's been in some movies that have had some questionable situations. Yeah. And but I think, I do think, even though she has all of that, that it may have rubbed you the wrong way in the past, man, I feel like she really did this role justice. Well, I think that, and you know, a lot of the things about those movies were not her fault. Yeah, it's true. Okay? Like none of that stuff was her fault. I mean, yes, I guess she could have stood up and said, maybe I'm not Asian enough to play this role. <laughs> sure, not Asian I mean, at all. <laughs> yes, she could have definitely said that. But I just think that in a lot of these situations, it wasn't, you know, her fault as the actress, you know, a lot of it has to do with writers and directors and those kinds of things. Um, but anyway, I, I have never been, and please don't come for me. Oh my gosh, my Disney folks are about to come out of all oh, the DMs are about to roll in. Um, 101 Dalmatians has never been my jam. Even the one with Glenn Close in it? Nope. I'm not into that story. I'm not in the idea of some scary woman skinning puppies just terrified. Like, I just, I didn't, but not, you get to learn why she doesn't like Dalmatians in this movie. Okay. Well, and I am looking forward to her origin story. I am. I yeah. just, the, I don't know. The, the 101 Dalmatians just didn't, didn't do it for me. I've never but seen also watch, watch until, so it'll like start to roll the credits. Keep watching after that. There's like a bonus scene. Okay. And I don't know. I honestly can't remember if I've ever seen the version of 101 Dalmatians with Glenn Close. Well, maybe you just need to have a whole 101 Dalmatians weekend. Like <laughs> just do it, please. Well, maybe I do. And I have been kind of going back through Disney's back catalog on Disney plus with my children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
some of them have a lot of problems. Yes. Oh my gosh. A lot of Disney movies are very problematic, but again, we could talk about that for a whole show. Yeah. And Disney plus is, you know, they're putting disclaimers up before the film starts that kind of expresses, we are aware that this is problematic, well, that's but we good. Hope that it will open up a conversation. Oh, okay. Because after my kids and I watched Dumbo. Oh yeah. No. I explained to them all of the things that were wrong with a lot of the things in that movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, even like, so before the friends reunion, I was rewatching some of the friends episodes and even some of the things that they say on there are sexist and like homophobic, transphobic. I would say even borderline racist, maybe yeah. even like full on racist. And I was like, how did we just let this play on like national television? <laughs> yeah. Um, seriously television got away with so much in the 90s in the 80s oh my gosh the 80s and Mm -hmm. 90s and you know when people are all like make america great again i'm like what what which america what i would like is i would like the economic boom of the 1980s with our newfound knowledge like those two things together like come on (laughs) i can handle that yeah and it's really strange and listen, I have been warned by more than one person not to read the comment sections on Facebook. Well, yeah, I feel like, I almost feel like because like I've been, like my eyes have been open to the comment section by people like Meg and Myra and other, you know, other people in the community, other, you know, my black friends, um, that it's really my duty to read the comments, you know, because they're sitting there having to, you know, go through all of that. So Well, it's really easy to, you know, as a, as a white woman, it is really easy to get complacent or, um, just allow myself to close my eyes to some of the things in this Mm -hmm. country that are damaging to, yes. Um, so a lot of times when I see a post, so the other day I was on Facebook and I saw a post about um, the new cereal that Kellogg's is putting out for Pride Month. Okay. And I thought, okay, I should not click on this comment section. I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't do it because it's just going to be awful and it's going to make me mad. And, you know, I was pleasantly surprised that there were a lot of people that were vocally saying you know, this is a good thing. This is, you know, this is nice. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Kellogg's, whatever. But then there were also just whole scads of people that were saying, oh, well, I'm never going to shop with Kellogg's again. Oh, well, I'm never going to send them my money. You know, it's just people. It's infuriating. I, I often, I often hear people say, and this is just certain people in my life, that they don't see the discrimination in our country. They're just like, I don't understand where people think that it's coming from. I don't think that our country is racist anymore. I don't think that we have a problem with gay people well, anymore. That's about the most stuff. privileged thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, hearing people say that I can see how, you know, as a white person, you could just close your eyes and just not acknowledge it and not see it. But then well, when I read I a mean, comment you section. You only have white friends. <laughs> right. But then when I get to a comment section like that, I am reminded why we are not done okay yeah and I really hope that none of those people have gay children like come on now yeah I I just I I those comment sections just remind me that you know there are people all over this country that have some really strange antiquated weird opinions yeah 
So I, I know I should stay away from them because all they do is make me mad, but it just, you know, I, I personally would really like to get my hands on that box of cereal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now I kind of want to go to Target today. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to try to find it and, and, and have some of that cereal on my vacation, <laughs> even though it really is just fruit loops. Like if we're honest, but the box is so cute and it has like the little bracelet on top that you can like write your pronouns. Like it's, it's a little collector's item that I'd like to have. Yeah, it is really cute. I, mm-hmm. I, I really like it. So anyway, what have you bought lately, Caitlin? What have you bought? Okay, I bought the KDV, the Planner B, <laughs> VB pen. Our friend KDV, the Planner B, was lucky enough to be selected in a contest in the a Villa Beautiful um, Facebook group. And the contest was like, describe a pen that could be like a floral inspiration and Katie's was this like Hawaiian sunset it's a pink pen with gold hardware and then like yellow and orange and pink uh crystals inside and it is stunning and her name is like next to it in the social media post on the product listing it's it talks about like the story behind it so it has this whole like description and I'm so proud of her for that so I had to pick one up and I actually actually picked one up for Leanne too, because I had enough, I had enough points to get a free one. So I I picked one up for Leanne too. Thank you, Katie. If you're listening to this and I think Katie may be behind on the episodes. She's been, so, you know, in nine months, when you hear this, you'll know, um, (laughs) I, um, I am, I'm kind of broke right now. It happens, happens to the best of us. Yeah. It's just, you know, I don't have a job and things are just like, I'm kind of living on what's in the savings account. Like, it's just, this is not the time for me to be spending money frivolously because my paychecks are not coming anymore. Yeah. But you'll be, you know, once your house sells, you'll be good to go. Yes. I'm, I'm not going to, my situation is not going to stay this way, but Mm -hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't order that pin because I would have wanted to get the whole collection. I know it was really hard to not get the box set, but the other two were like, so one was like a lilac or purple and then two were like lighter pink or tannish. And I already have a lot of those colors. And so I, I just went for the pink one. Well, Danny plans it made one too. Oh, he did. Yes. The blue (gasps) one in that collection is okay. I got the blue one too. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, uh, my, my goal would to eventually be to have both Katie and Danny's. I, I hate to be that person that says, I don't know the other three people that won. I apologize. If you are a listener and you won that contest and I am not familiar with you, then come into my DMS and say, Hey, here's my pen. Cause I, you know, would like to congratulate you on winning. Um, cause I thought the collection was beautiful, but mm. I just, I, I just bought that rainbow collection. Yeah. And I don't really use my Villa beautiful pens because I don't really like the way they feel in my planner. Blasphemy. Well, I know, but you know me, I write with like a magic marker. (laughs) She does. Um, so uh, it's just, they're, they're almost too smooth. They write really beautifully, but I just, for whatever reason, it's not my preference in my planner. So Mm -hmm. buying them for me is really more of like having a collector's item or like a pretty thing for your Instagram photos. And one of these days when I get all of, so my planner collection is like all over the house right now. There's VV pens everywhere. There's sticker books everywhere. I, I need to, when I start working on my house this summer, I'm going to have a whole mm-hmm. day where all I do is planner stuff. 
Woohoo. And I'm going to find, yeah, I'm going to have like, I'm going to find all my planner stuff all over the house and get it all together in one place and do a lot of de-stashing and downsizing. But I can't wait till I have just like my core collection that comes with me to Jamie's. Yeah. So that I have all the things that I need to take pretty pictures because I would love to all the, you know, know where all of my VB pens are at all times. (laughs) Because I have the Animal Crossing collection too. And I, you know, they're all just kind of scattered around the house now. So Yep. I need to okay oh go ahead finish. yes finish I, just, I need to um I need to find all my stuff so I can start taking pretty pictures again for sure so <laughs> congratulations, that is that's fantastic we love your pen congratulations girl <laughs> yes we do um, I just got really excited because I had one other thing that I picked up that I'm really excited about so okay y'all I have been I've been hunting for this teacher planner and I finally got it it's the one with like the doodle cover but I recently found out that I'm going to be teaching fewer classes than I'm teaching this year. I'm, I'm teaching exactly three. And so I was like, well, I don't really know what I'm going to use all of the other columns for. Like, I know I could add like a to-do column or yada, yada, whatever. Um, but I didn't really have want to have to like force a layout to work for me. So I went back over to the Mambi site and there is a vertical teacher planner and that came home with me as well as the plant a happy life be happy box so those have been my purchases recently (laughs) yes i know that you're really excited about that stuff and it does feel really good when you have that epiphany about your planner layout Mm -hmm. because i i like the teacher layout and i it feels like going back to school when you like open up a teacher planner but i just I have been trying even this year, like I tried to kind of force it to work for me. And I feel like I had a good system because I had more classes. So it took up more space in there. Um, but I don't really need to like write down my lesson plans either. I just need to write down like meetings and maybe like to do's and that kind of thing. So I feel like the vertical is going to be a much better system for me. Well, I know that it feels good to kind of realize like, oh, this is going to work for me and then get excited about it. Yes. And because I've been using the dashboard, I've been kind of missing doing like vertical layouts, but I don't want to give up my dashboard either. So I feel like this is kind of the best of both worlds. Well, and in the past, when you planned in vertical, you Mm -hmm. would put full boxes in and have checklists on one row and things like that. But if you're doing this for your class, the way you plan in your vertical planner will look different too. Totally. I can't wait to try that out. Yeah. Because you'll have, you know, um, if you have one box for each class, then you're going to have, you know, it'll be a different decorating style for sure. So that'll be fun. I think it'll be more of like what I see with other people who like stagger their, you know, boxes and that kind of thing around. Yeah. Because, you know, you'll be able to, it just, it'll be, it'll be cool. You'll, you'll love it. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. The planner that I am putting together. Oh, I don't even know if I can talk about it yet because of the embargo on that deluxe monthly okay so we'll talk about that once I get it all put together I'll make a video and we'll talk about it on the show and all that stuff so um yes my my July planner is going to be bomb um I don't know what I'm going to do between now and then um I guess I'm just going to jot things down in my horizontal but I I have (laughs) I have big plans so I did purchase the Erin Condren summer surprise box (laughs) and what do we think do we love it do we hate it what do we think so I know that you guys need to be able to trust my opinion on things. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be completely honest here. It was a no for me, dog. (laughs) 
Uh, I've heard that from the from a few people from the last couple of seasonal surprise boxes that they've done. Well, there have been items in some of the surprise boxes that when I've gotten my hands on them, I've been like, yes, this was totally worth it to buy this box. Mm -hmm. But I haven't decided yet what I'm going to do with this box. Oh, like keep it or sell it? Is that what yeah. you mean? Yeah. And I'm not, because I feel like if I'm going to sell it, it would be better maybe to try to sell it all together in one piece. Or mm -hmm. if I notice on social media that there's certain elements of the box that people really want that they couldn't get because they didn't want to buy the whole thing or whatever, then maybe I'll think about selling individual pieces. But I don't know yet what I'm going to do with it because the cover, I, okay. So I, just spoilers, spoilers ahead. Just, if you don't want to hear about your surprise box, then just go away for a minute. Yeah. Um, there is a cover in there and I normally really love when they include a cover for the spiral planner in the surprise box, but even mm -hmm. the cover, I'm not all that impressed with it. It doesn't have any gold foiling or any, you know, metallic foiling or anything on it. It's just, it's just kind of meh. It doesn't um, have any foiling on it. That's no. Yeah. And normally when they put, um, a plant, you know, a cover in the box, it's a special, because the ones on the website, if you get them that are gold or rose gold or have some of that metallic stuff on it, they are a little bit more expensive than the ones that don't have that. Mm -hmm. So I would have liked for this one to have some, some metal on it somewhere. And I know that that does kind of alienate people because if the metal doesn't match your coil, then, you know, you're, you're bummed or whatever. So I don't know. I just, I didn't love the box. It's been my least favorite of all the ones that I've gotten so far. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And that's just my honest opinion. And that is obviously doesn't say like, Oh no, I'm not going to use Aaron Connor and stuff anymore. I just didn't like the stuff in this one. That's all. It just wasn't yeah. for me. Well, I don't know. Like I kind of feel like Aaron Condren maybe needs to go away from the surprise box model and just tell people what's in there, <laughs> but make a decision because I feel like the happy planner does really well with that. Like they show off the box beforehand, they tease a couple of products and then people can decide whether or not they want to buy it. And uh, the last one sold out in like four hours. So yeah. And I, I do like the way happy planner does that, that they have a box. Now the happy planner will spring a box on you. Like, okay, here comes a box. It's going to be out in three days. You know, you know <laughs> they, like, really do that. They, they will just kind of be there. They're, they're, um, they're really get out of my pockets is what they need to do. Yeah. I like the fact that the EC box is four times a year and you can kind of be prepared for the expense. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if, if the happy planner tells us on a Tuesday, guess what? This box is coming out on a Friday and they've been known to do that. Um, <laughs> I think that's what happened at this most recent one. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, well, um, I was not budgeting for a box and then you miss <laughs> things that you want to get. And I just, so I don't know. I, but yeah, maybe EC should do it kind of like that where it is a box of curated items and you can see what all they are before you purchase. I don't know. They've been doing the surprise box for so long. I can't imagine it not being a surprise. I like that when I opened this, I didn't know what was going to be in it. But then afterwards I was like, nah. yeah, I've just heard a lot in the, like a lot of chatter in the planner community about surprise boxes in general. I think, uh, simply gilded does like a surprise item or something in their box as yeah. well. And people have been like chattering about that. That should no longer be a surprise. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I'd have never bought either one of those things. <laughs> so I have no, I have no dog in this fight. So leave me out uh, of it. But I don't know. And it's, everybody's different, you know? I mean, everybody is so different because there are people in the EC fans Facebook group that love 
this box and they have been just singing its praises and you know been so excited about it so I was really thrilled to get it because so many people in the group seemed to love it Mm -hmm. but then when I opened it it just wasn't it just wasn't for me so I'm just I'm just different I just everybody's different and everybody likes different things and that's okay so you know I think that they'll probably continue to make their box a surprise because that's what they've always done and it is kind of fun. It's kind of fun not knowing what's inside. Um, but then you are, you know, at risk of being disappointed and not needing the things in there. So yeah. I, I have a lot of stuff in my craft room that is from surprise boxes that I'll probably never use. So my Mercari game is about to get strong. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's time for me to start de-stashing some of this stuff. I'm going to be working on that while I'm getting rid of the house. So I was actually thinking the same thing. Like I was like looking through my collection and I was like, what can I sell? Like, I don't need to just keep all this crap that I don't even use, you know? Yeah. yeah I, and I can't now I can't keep it. I have to, yeah. it's time for me to, for me to move on. Mm-hmm. So, all right. I haven't purchased anything else lately. I am really, well, okay. So I got one thing for Moose. I'm really, really into my Moose collection right now. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who listen to the show, who haven't ever heard us talk about this brand, it's M-O-O-S-T, Moost, Moost yeah. bags. And um, the, one of the co-owners of the company, Austin Applefield was on our show a while, while back. So if you want to go way, way back in the the archives and look for that. It's still on Apple, um, iTunes or whatever podcast, Spotify, (laughs) wherever you are. (laughs) Yes. Or Spotify or anywhere that you listen, you can find it. Um, but I've known her for a really, really long time. And I love that company. Mm -hmm. And my man friend has a whole closet ready for me for my moose collection. Like he knows that I'm going to have to bring all that with me right now. It lives in one whole piece of furniture. I have a whole chest of drawers that holds that stuff. (laughs) that's so awesome but I did buy a new inner bag um it's like this real kind of royal blue color and um Austin's mom Denise who is the other owner of the company she Mm -hmm. painted leopard on it like yeah I did see that one it's hand painted so the the inner bag it is like a royal blue and then Mm -hmm. it's got leopard on it that is black and mint green Ooh. And it looks so beautiful in my mint green, like my mint shell. And um, I'm so thrilled with that bag. And then there's another one that they put together on the website that I have all the pieces to that I'm going to put together as like my Memorial Day bag. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use the red shell and my navy blue handles. And I'm going to put the white floral inner bag inside. So it's kind of like a patriotic bag with like a floral element on it. That sounds lovely. So yeah, I've been like really obsessed with my moose bags lately. So just be looking for some pictures of my moose stuff. Cause it is out. It is. I'm loving it right now. Ooh, I cannot wait. Yeah. So what else do we, what else do we planning to even talk about? Um, oh, <laughs> self-care. <laughs> oh yeah. Self-care. Oh my gosh. Yay. <laughs> Let's talk about self-care. Caitlin has been on the self-care train. Um, I'm not quite there yet, but my yeah. self-care has been telling people, no, I can't come over. Um. <laughs> yes. But I needed, okay. I just got this, like I was, oh, I had no nails on and I was like, okay, what impressed nail am I going to put on this week? And I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm vaccinated. I'm done with these impressed nails. Not that I don't love them, but oh, as soon as I, okay. 
I went back to the nail salon. I got my full set put back on. I did pink and white ombre, which is my jam. I love that. And then I got my toes done also. And y'all, <laughs> I could have married this nail tech. <laughs> she gave me the best pedicure massage fingers inside the toes and everything. Like she put on the paraffin wax around the feet. She did the cheese grater with the calluses, which is disgusting, but also very satisfying. <laughs> and, um, I, I could, I could have married her. So it was a very good experience. And for me, there's nothing like when I have my acrylics on and I know they're not going to pop off. Like, I feel like I almost have to be a little bit delicate with my impressed nails they stay on well and I can even like shower with them or whatever, but I can't use, <laughs> I can't use them as tools. I can't use them to open my Amazon boxes and whatever. But when I got my acrylics back on and I felt like how hard they were stuck onto my nails, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's my favorite feeling in the entire world. <laughs> yeah. And your nails look beautiful. Thank I you. mean, just, they really do. She sent me a picture of her, of her hands and her feet. <laughs> Um, and yeah, her nails are beautiful. And seriously, I have, I feel like that it, after I sell my house, I'm going to go and have like all the things done because right now I just can't, like I have press-ons on right now and three of them have popped off and I know I've got to put on new ones before I can go make my YouTube video in a minute. Yeah. And it's just, oh, I know, I know the feeling of like really strong nails that aren't coming off is just the best. I love it. And I, I got to be out of the house for three hours because that whole day. Okay. So here's what I did first. I saw an advertisement for Panda Express on Facebook and I could immediately taste that orange chicken. So first I went and got Panda Express and I ate it in my car without my children. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> yeah, you do that a lot. I do do that a lot, but it's, and that's part of like my self-care thing. Like, I don't know, maybe it's unhealthy, but I like to eat by myself. I don't whatever. Okay. So I did that. And then I went into Michael's because I actually wanted to see if they had that vertical planner that I just bought from the happy planner website, but they did not. So, and then I went and did my nails and toes. So I got to be out of the house for like three hours. I put it on the calendar <laughs> and it was so funny because Brian was texting me and he's like, these kids are going crazy. Like, can you, <laughs> when are you going to be home? And I was like, can't hear you. You're breaking up. <laughs> I'm going through a tunnel. Um, Bye. <laughs> I was like, you're on your own, but I'll be home in an hour. Uh, oh my gosh. It was so funny. So yeah, I just did like this whole self-care routine and I felt so good when I came home. I don't know. Like I, I'm really excited to be vaccinated. And of course I'm still wearing my mask and I'm still limiting my interactions, but I feel like I'm getting out there a little bit more like baby steps out here. Um, and I just, I feel good. I feel really good having, having this all back together, having, having the gang back together. <laughs> well, for a long time, listeners of this show, yes. you may remember that Caitlin and her privileged self, <laughs> <laughs> I know the one thing that she was like most bummed about during COVID was that she couldn't get her nails done. It was so sad. And even when like they've been reopened for probably a year now, but I was like, no, I'm not going to go out there unvaccinated and possibly spread this to somebody. Like, I'm not going to do that. Yes. She's been very responsible and had to be very resourceful in figuring out how to keep her nails manicured without mm -hmm. being able to go to the salon. So, and we both look, 
we both had serious COVID hair problems. <laughs> we did. Mine was so bad that it was getting matted, but it's, it's better now. <laughs> yes. Caitlin, your hair looks fantastic. Your nails are done. You're just like, Oh, you're just, you're just a new woman. Yep. And I am, Oh my gosh. I think I'm wearing my favorite chic soul outfit today ever. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling good today. Well, that's great. I've had on the same shirt for nine days. <laughs> not really you cannot have had that on for nine days well don't make me turn the camera on right now so you can see that I am still in my tie-dye shirt um I have changed my shirt several times to go places yeah so yeah I haven't had it on like steady for nine days but then when I get home from wherever I've gone I immediately take off whatever I'm wearing and just put this dress back on it's just comfortable like it's comfortable just are comfortable it is it's just really comfortable and I'm you know after today when I, I'm getting ready to take a shower and get ready and go out I will be putting on something different and I will be putting this in the hamper and leaving it here for the next two weeks and I won't be wearing <laughs> it for a while but yeah I man self-care yeah why it's do we feel time. so why do we it feels so good when we take care of ourselves yeah but the guilt sometimes like you know I felt zero guilt about that (laughs) zero I felt zero I was like okay bye (laughs) I don't know I had been walking okay this is just really TMI I don't even know if you guys want to hear about my disgusting hobbit feet but here we go I'm in the garden a lot like and I like to walk barefoot out there sometimes and so I don't know like the side of my big toe has like maybe a bunion. I don't know what that is. It's really gross though. And then like the back of my heel gets so dry. And after a year and a half of not going to see my pedicure person, it was a bad situation, man. And, (laughs) and so, um, I, I mean, I almost felt bad that like this poor woman had to take care of my feet, but she was like, it's fine. It's fine. We'll just, Let's use the grater, which I'm kind of thinking about getting one of those cheese grater things to just have at home. I don't know, yeah. man. But like, there's a uh, thing called the petty egg. Oh, okay. And it's got it's like this little egg shaped thing, and it has that cheese grater on one side, and it catches all the sloughed off skin inside of it, and then you just empty gross. it. It's so gross. Oh, but she had like a towel's worth of dead skin that came off. <laughs> like yeah she was like carrying it and I was like oh no but she but she was also like this is like what we're seeing right now you know like people haven't been out they are just now coming back out so we'll get you back into shape and then you'll be back in here every four weeks (laughs) you'll be fine yeah I mine are in such terrible shape and you know the pool just opened and I'm really you know ready to get out there and I'm just sitting here like trying to do time math in my head to see if I have time to slap a coat of paint on my toenails before I leave today. Because, you know, from a distance, from a distance, you know, if you're standing like really tall up above your feet, Mm -hmm. just like a coat of paint on your toenails at least makes it look like you made an effort. Yeah, it's true. But I will say, even though I felt kind of bad that that woman was taking care of my feet, I tipped, I tipped very generously. So yes, yeah. that's very important. You guys tip the people that touch your feet. Just exactly. you have to, you know, don't, if you can't afford to tip that person well, then don't go do it because really yeah, like, I was I, like throwing, I was like just throwing money at them. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go and have mine done by a professional right now because I just can't afford to be, you know, all baller about it. Like I would want to be. 
Yeah, I was, I almost was like, can you just turn around and twerk so I can throw some dollar bills on you? Like, <laughs> you like, oh, like. no, nah, man, they don't even have to twerk if they're touching my feet. Like, it's I'll true. yeah, money. I'll just throw money at you. But that's basically what I did. Yeah. <laughs> 20% tip. What? No, we're not doing that today. <laughs> so, um, the last thing on our list to talk about today, uh, is a COVID update. Yeah. I don't, mm, let's not spend a lot of time. Let's not spend a lot of time talking about COVID. I I don't know. I'm not really feeling it right now. I know that um, Delilah has her second vaccination coming up and I want to warn you about the second one. Yeah. And I am glad that it's closer to the end of the school year. So if she has to take a day or two off, it's like, what is she going to miss? Like a cahoot, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, obviously I can't know the differences in the adult vaccine and the one for young adults. Mm -hmm. Um, but I did have a period after my second one where I was basically comatose for five hours. Yeah. And I, I'm, I feel like I'm okay with that. And I did tell her that she could be tired. It is unfortunately right in the middle of the week. So it's not like she's got a weekend to recover, but the following day, she only has one class. So she'll be able to rest most of that day. Yeah. Um, and, and I would actually even be fine if she wasn't feeling awesome, if she just, you know, stepped out of that class so yes well I am just excited that she will have her second vaccine because you know what that means that means she's going back to school next (laughs) of course she is of course girl bye (laughs) yes we gotta get these kids out of here yeah we might (laughs) so we've been talking about it and it depends on when the vaccine for the littles comes out but if it's, if Harrison's not vaccinated, I don't know if I feel comfortable with him going back in the building at first. I don't know about that. We'll have to see. Well, I know that my two will not be vaccinated by the time school starts back in the fall. Well, they said it's supposed to come out in September. So they could be. Well, I mean, mine, mine will go back mid August. So, oh, right. That's true. So it'll be go back till September 8th. Now my school district is offering another full remote year if we want yeah. it oh but you have to go the full year remote you can't go like a month remote and then come back no no because the reason why they're starting to offer this so early is because they want to have certain teachers that are just remote and certain teachers that are just in the classroom so that nobody is doing the hybrid model anymore mm-hmm. yeah I so mean that, yeah let's respect the teacher's time <laughs> yes yeah, so that the kids that opt for full remote there are teachers mm-hmm. specifically for that for that group of people. Um, and it's really scary because for Andy and myself, it's an attractive option Mm -hmm. because us, you know, living far away from each other. I mean, he lives half an hour away, you know, deciding if the kids go to the school that they've been going to for the past few years, we'll both have to drive half an hour to get them there every day. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, even if we change their school to a school that's closer to Andy, it'll still be about half an hour away from me. Mm, yeah. So, you know, keeping them virtual is kind of attractive because at least they'll be at home and we will have, you know, childcare figured out. I mean, Andy will probably have to go back into an office. I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. So, right. and, but these kids, man, I feel like all of them just, unless you were doing homeschool before and that's like your setup. I don't know. These kids just need some socialization. <laughs> yeah. Mine are pretty desperate for it. And yeah. it's, it was, it became very obvious when Daniel went back to baseball that 
both of them were excited to, I mean, Hannah was excited to get to play with the other kids that were there at the baseball game. And yeah. Well, and I feel like we all just need to miss each other a little bit. Like, I feel it. I feel like they are still, they wake up and then they immediately start fighting. And then I mean, it's, I feel like that's, what's making me the most tired. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I feel sorry for them because they have been together 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the past year and a half. Yes. And at least when they went to school, they were in separate classrooms for eight hours a day and didn't have to be around each other. Yeah. So I think I'm, I'm fairly confident that we're going to be sending them back. I, I don't know where they're going to go yet. So that's something that Andy and I have to work on over the summer is figuring that out. Um, it makes me really sad to think about changing their school right now because, you know, they, they love their school and so much other stuff in their life has changed over the course of the past year. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to drive 30 minutes no matter where they go. So it's kind of like, might as well just leave them where they are. But if we sell the house where their address is, I mean, that's, right. you know, school districts need to know where kids live. So I, I just, it's, we're working on it. It's just a mystery still. Yeah, that so. is, uh, that's definitely a big, big choice. Um, Harrison will be starting a new school um, because he, you know, he's starting kindergarten. So that's going to be interesting for him. So we'll just, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Well, just the next few months are kind of a question mark, but Everything yeah, will, COVID. everything will end up kind of how it's supposed to, I'm sure. But, um, yeah. you know, I think that that may be the show. I think so too. I think we, we got uh, our chat time in you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry if some of these topics aren't super interesting to all of you, but, but sometimes it's just Leanne and I need a minute to chat. <laughs> yeah. We, we got really deep and we talked about some deep, deep stuff, man. So just, I mean, oh. Yeah. I feel, I feel like I just had therapy for real. (laughs) It feels good. It feels good. It does. Um, so if you're looking for Caitlin, you can find her at creating in chaos underscore official on Instagram and creating in chaos on YouTube and Patreon. And she also has a teaching Instagram called chaos in the classroom, where you can go and check out some teaching tips. And she has a really fun Instagram called ducking chaos underscore official, where you can follow the adventures of her ducks who actually live better than all of us. And uh, (laughs) she also can be heard here on Mondays and Wednesdays on spice chaos. And she messes around on the spice chaos podcast, Instagram too. If you're not following us there, then please go and hit that follow button. And yeah, that's where you can find Caitlin. And um, hopefully you are already following her. If not, then go do that. Yes. <clears throat> and you can also find um, Leanne at Spice Plans on Instagram, YouTube, and her Patreon as well. And then you can also find her playing Animal Crossing sometimes over on Spiced Horizons. And you can also hear her every Monday and Friday right here, wherever your favorite podcast is served on the Spice Chaos podcast, as well as on the Spice Chaos Instagram. So make sure that you are following her in all of those places as well. Yes. And if you have time in your day, please go to Apple podcasts and rate us five stars, please. Really use <laughs> yes, those please. Ratings. Um, I'm not really sure um, who these people are that just drop like a one star and then don't tell us why mm-hmm. um, we know we're not perfect. If you have feedback for us, then you're welcome to hop into the DMS and let us know. We would rather mm-hmm. you not leave your feedback on the iTunes platform because that's not a place where we can respond to you. It's true. So, you know, if you have 
issues with anything, then feel free to get in touch with us. We are here. We are ready to listen. Absolutely. And um, yeah, this has been a really, really fun time. Uh, Thank you everybody for listening this week. We hope that you have a great, great week. Happy Monday. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye friends. Bye.